Hello friends and welcome to Shemaine's Model Health Podcast. For those who wish to optimize their health, fat loss and long-term goals. I am Shemaine Linney and I am a fitness and nutrition expert and a biohacker. I'm very, very happy to have you back with me this week and I hope you're keeping warm on these chilly days. So before we start, I must ask that you please keep in mind that this podcast is not intended as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only, and please run it by your physician if you have any concerns, of course. So this week, we are taking a look at gas and bloating. What could be the cause and how may we address it? Um, without having to resort to the likes of diuretics, painkillers, or other unnatural substances. So, what causes gas and bloating? Gas and bloating is usually an indicator that there's some sort of gastric distress going on inside your body. Um, It can be a sign that something is going on with your intestinal flora or gut bacteria or that maybe you have other underlying issues there as well. Now women experience bloating and gas and gastrointestinal issues a lot more than men do, especially around our our menstrual cycle. So as estrogen and progesterone hormones fluctuate, this can either contribute to constipation or excess diarrhea. So that can be different for each woman, but it is something that only we experience. And also the women's intestinal tract is about 10 centimeters long longer than a man's one. So that would be our intestine is about 10 centimeters longer. What that means is that there's a few more twists and turns in our intestine than there would be in a man's. So that um, excess waste and food and all has to just travel for a little bit longer than it would in a man. So it can take us longer to kind of pass stuff. Also, um, the one, A woman's gastrointestinal tract or our intestines, they lie a lot lower in our pelvis too. So in our pelvis, we also have a lot of things going on. You got your womb, you got your ovaries, we've got our colon back there as well. And then you've got this big low scoop um, of intestines plus your bladder as well. So there's a lot going on in there and men don't have all of that. So we are more susceptible to gas and bloating. And it's very important that we take good, good care of our gastrointestinal tract. And there's one thing I've been bringing up lately and that's reminding my clients and my students that your, your digestive tract or your gastrointestinal tract, or I say gut a lot, but people don't quite understand it sometimes with my accent, but your gut actually starts from your nose and then runs right down to your anus. So sometimes I will use some kind of gut support or repair supplements that go into the nose first instead of just swallowing. So I'm getting that whole nasal passage and including that in addressing my gut health too. And we'll discuss that as we move on a bit further. Um, Also some other things that can cause issues 
obviously toxins or food poisoning but foods high in fiber um, gluten lectins which we're talking a lot about in the heated guide lately and sugar can cause gas and bloating too and no doubt many of you have recognized when you eat a certain food especially some sort of bad carb that you experience a lot of gas and bloating as that carbohydrate acts like a sponge in your gut and it soaks up water causing you to bloat more but then it also ferments so the sugar ferments in your gut and then that of course contributes to gas um, uh, so a bit of understanding there on how it happens to just help you understand and like I said of course if you have any sort of damaged gut cell wall leaky gut or IBS or SIBO small intestinal um, bacteria overgrowth anything like that is going to contribute to bloating or an extra sensitivity in your gut as well so it's good to pay attention and be more body aware as well. So if you do have gas and bloating, which from what I hear a lot of people do, and it's no surprise nowadays based on our food and how it's grown and what's been put into our atmosphere and so on and so on, how can we address that um, without, like I said, having to resort to a laxative or a diuretic or... Um, any sort of synthetic, even painkillers to address the pains of cramps and spasms. So one of my favorites, of course, um, anyone that talks to me knows is green tea. And what green tea does, it'll soothe and help flush out the gastrointestinal tract pretty quickly. And when I say pretty quickly, I've seen green tea address an IBS um, issue in 10 to 20 minutes. Like it's pretty fast, it's pretty effective. Um, and I especially like peppermint green tea as we know peppermint also helps calm the body and aid in digestion. Another one of my favorites and people might find unusual and I also use this for any sort of acid reflux too um, is apple cider vinegar. Of course it's going to be unfiltered, unpasteurized and organic but apple cider vinegar helps move and break down food in the GI tract but it also supports your good bacteria in fighting that good fight and they all need this, as much support as they can get. Um, another would be fennel seeds. And fennel seeds are handy to have around in your house and you can just buy these in any health food store. What you do is you take the seeds and you would brown them in a skillet with a little pink Himalayan salt. Then you'd store those in a jar and you'd add these to meals or any meal that you feel, hey, I might have a response to this, or this might cause me stress, or you're going out for a meal and you might bring some fennel with you um, when you don't know the ingredients and exactly how the food is being cooked. And what they will do, they will really help address any discomfort. Um, and before any of my smart students ask, yes, fennel tea will also work too. So having a few sachets of fennel tea in your purse or in your bag is going to be um, helpful for emergencies. I also encourage my students to carry a tea bag with them, um, a green tea bag with them at all times too for any emergencies that they may have. Because um, green tea, of course, is awesome for a plethora of um, issues or things that might come up. Um, another tea that will help with this is chamomile. 
Although it is great for sleep, it can also be drank at any time of the day um, to help soothe your digestive system and it can help prevent spasms or cramps happening. So those of you that suffer with IBS, um, this is a great one to have with you. Next we look at fermented foods, um, they're good to add in especially when we look at how can we get to the root cause or prevent any of this bloating or issues to happen we'd be looking at adding in a small amount of kombucha daily or other fermented foods like miso or kimchi or sauerkraut pickles are a huge one that i promote because they taste good and people generally are open enough to eat pickles um Starchy veg can be added into your diet if you notice you're having tr a lot of bloating down to constipation or a lot of gas because you can't get rid of waste. You can start adding in starchy veg um, or tubers, but you want to do gradually increase them slowly and in small amounts just so you don't overstress your gastrointestinal tract. Um, and then one of my favorites is bone broth. So bone broth is just going to help heal that gut if there is an underlying issue um, and just regenerate any damaged cells and give your body what it needs to, to repair and restore any issues that might be happening. So bone broth is awesome for really soothing the gastrointestinal tract and sometimes a fast on just bone broth for 24 to 48 hours is going to be great for just supporting that gut health and just strengthening it a little bit there. Um, there's some other supplements that you can take. Glutamine we know is awesome for helping um, repair and heal the gastrointestinal tract. And then one I'm really promoting a lot nowadays is a supplement um, called Restore. And Restore is actually, it's not a probiotic or a prebiotic or anything like that. It's actually um, these little communication networks um, called lignites that help rebuild and regenerate your gut cell wall and its integrity and they also protect restore has been shown to protect us against the damages of gluten and even glyphosate and other toxins we might come in with um, into contact with so it's one of these supplements that i'm promoting a lot lately again i use the nasal spray myself so i'm including that nasal passage in my gastrointestinal tract some of my clients just get the drink and they'll take um, a shot before their meal to just again help support that GI tract and repair the cell wall. But um, there's some of my best tips on helping you understand what causes gas and bloating and how you may really easily address it as well. Um, and if you've any questions, you know where to find me, um, Facebook or my website, feel free to email me. And if you have a topic um, you'd like me to cover, of course I will. So stay warm, stay safe, eat your vegetables, take care of your gut health, and I will talk to you next week. Okay, bye-bye everyone.